Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. To the sweet sounds of Kevin Bloody Wilson, it's part two of Hump Day with Swanee and Friends, Samantha Richards, Dane Swan. Hello. And just like Kevin Bloody Wilson and Samantha, another proud Western Australian has joined us, Damien yes. Oliver. Hello, Welcome. Holly. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So last week, yeah. Dane came up with something that reminded me I, I, it'd be good to get you on. So Dane, you haven't sold this full story for a couple of pods, so as in a couple of years. <laughs> Tell the full story because Dane's, uh, Damien's got the opposite you said you had the chance to meet the Queen and you knocked it back. And that's when I thought, oh, I must get Ollie. Just yeah, um, yeah, well, I knocked, I knocked the chance. So I'll, I'll assume, I'll, maybe it's not the case anymore, but after you win, well, when I won the Brownlow in 2011, um, I got a letter sent home to me. Well, I sent it home and it was, you know, it was a big fancy letter. And it was like in all calligraphy or whatever you want to... <laughs> all the fancy writing. A bit different to my handwriting, but it was just pretty much with... Love for you to to meet the Queen and whenever I know oh she must have travelled. I don't even know if she travels anymore, but um, she must come out here once a year or whatever it was. Would you like to to come and meet her? And um, and I had just zero interest in meeting the Queen, so, so, so I knocked it back. Um, my nan, my nan nearly fell off her chair when I said that. She's obviously a what do you, do you call them a royalist? I don't know what like a that'll do yeah, yeah a royalist or whatever. So she loved them and. You know, my mum and stuff that um, nanally fell off the couch when I said I had the opportunity to meet the Queen and knocked it back. But, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I just Do you think know. you two would have anything to chat about, Dane? Do so you reckon she'd come on this podcast? Well, I knocked her back once, so I doubt she'd... <laughs> she'd probably knock um, you back. Accept the invitation, yeah. So, you know, I just had no interest in meeting the Queen. I don't know. Do you? Well... No, no, but I'm not the type who wants to meet a celebrity. I'd rather I'd like to talk to him, but not if it's just all high and do the meet and greet. Yeah, no, that, that doesn't. What? No. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to go to, to afternoon tea. High tea. <laughs> oh yes, absolutely. So, Damien, how'd you meet the Queen? Uh, not too dissimilar to Dane's story, actually. I got you a nice brown, letter in the you <laughs> know, <laughs> fancy writing. Sorry, sorry, buddy, but uh, Sam said, "Did you win the Brownlow? How many? Were Eleven scoby breezy? Um, yeah, no Brownlow, but yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> the equivalent. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, I got a letter to go and have lunch mm. with her at um, Parliament House, I think it was. And um, she's an she's a horse fan, yeah. Loves the horses. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She owns quite a few horses. She is a keen horse rider in her day. Yeah. Um, or the whole family is, I think. And uh, yeah, so I 
thought I, I was a bit like you. I thought someone was taking the piss yeah. at first, uh, but I thought mm, this looks pretty fancy. Looks like the real thing. I thought, oh, well, might as well. You're not every day going to meet the Queen, so I'm driving into um, Parliament House there and. Seen some corgis on the side of the road, so I'm thinking, oh, this is, this is on. And uh, so I go there. I'm in the in what they call the drawing room where we're waiting to meet the Queen, and um, they hand us out the form guide, so to speak, who we're sitting with. And um, it says uh, we've got uh, it was Kathy Freeman, um, a young lady from the Australian Ballet. It was the Governor, the Lord Mayor, the Premier. And they're all sitting on my table. I couldn't believe it. And <laughs> Her Majesty the Queen as well. I've drawn barrier one. So, uh, so I go in there and we're, you know, we, we shake her hand as we walk in and we're told all protocol and we're all sitting around the table and we're all sitting on a table a little bit like this and, and no one's saying nothing. And I'm thinking, oh, I've got to break the ice here. So I said to, excuse me, Your Majesty, I'm going over to the UK to ride this year at Royal Ascot. Is there any chance you might have a ride for me? <laughs> and she was a bit thrown aback, but she said, oh, that's wonderful. You know, I'm, she said, I don't know if I've got one fast enough for you, but I'll see what I can do. But that, with that, broke the ice and we got talking about, you know, who I was going over to ride for. And she got talking quite a bit, bit about racing. And it was, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was quite... Quite enlightening, I might say. Yeah. Did, you, did you meet her again at Royal Ascot? I did, actually, yeah. yeah. I probably so it was a few months later. I was over at Royal Ascot riding. and she get you a ride? Um, <laughs> not quite. Um, <laughs> she did have a runner on the day and she didn't put me on it. But um, I had a ride at the um, at the meeting in, in the Ascot Gold Cup. And this was the old Ascot race course. We actually used to walk through the crowd to get to the Mountie Yard. And this is beautiful old Mountie Yard with the old trees and that. And she was in the Mountie Yard there and I was going to meet the connections of the owners and trainers of my horse and I thought, nah, bugger it, I'm going to go and say good day. <laughs> so I made a beeline over to go and say hello and, you know, people couldn't believe that I was so forward and going to say good day to her but they didn't know that we're old mates. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did she recognise you? She did. She actually <laughs> said, how are you going? Are you enjoying your stay and all that? We had a chat for a couple of minutes, yeah. Here we go. As professional as ever to the sweet sounds of Kevin Bloody Wilson. And thanks to you, our loyal Patreon subscribers and those who have bought our real rubbishy merch via swanneyandfriends.com.au. It's a special Melbourne Cup Week edition of Swanee and Friends with Dane Swan, with Samantha Richards, <laughs> and special guest, the trainer of the great Black Caviar, but a multi-group one winning, premiership winning trainer in his own right, Peter Moody. Hello, Moods. Great to be invited to be part of the yeah, show. Too. Thanks for coming, oh, man. Yeah. Terrific. You know what you're in Swanee's for today, right? I've mind. got no idea what I'm in for, Sam. <laughs> Neither do I every no, week. No. So. Swanee over the whole year, because hmm. we, we did a podcast with someone whose name we're not allowed to mention, but for the whole year, his work ethic <laughs> since he's retired from footy just blows us away. Can, can you just tell Very people what, so. what your... Oh, flat out. He's flat out. He works from home. Very busy. <laughs> yeah, I work from home, mate. What, yeah, what, what was a typical Peter Moody week... From the time the alarm went off and what time did the alarm go off when you were at your peak as the Victorian Premiership winning trainer? Oh, well, I, my day started at five past three every morning. Seven Wait, days at 7 p.m.? <laughs> Same. That's <laughs> <laughs> my day starts as well. I've got something in common. It's fantastic. <laughs> That's not am, <AM>, is it? <laughs> 
My alarm goes off at 5 past 3 a.m. saying, Swanee fuck, get home, Dane, you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, it's Tuesday. Get home. So it's time my alarm goes off. Yeah, Swanee hadn't got home. I, I, I reckon I used to drive past him on occasion. <laughs> Sometimes I felt like I was riding a fucking horse down Chapel Street. I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> all right, ten questions but to all of you, right? Okay. So we're gonna, oh, God. So you start, Swanee. Who who is the most famous person you've ever met? We don't get a button. No, yeah, because oh, well, low budget here, mate. Famous. Famous. Low it's budget. Not first in. It's just oh, everyone right answers it. Um, fuck. Uh, most famous. Most famous person you've ever met? I'll let, let let Pete go last. Floyd. He might trump you. Yeah. Well, Floyd Mayweather, maybe. Floyd. That's that's good. Brooks Koepka. I met him in Vegas the other week. Yeah. Nice. Um, Sam Anthony. I've worked for Beyonce. Beyonce's good. Mm. Pete, most famous person you've ever met? The Queen. <laughs> I think he's got Shut you. Shut your mouth. Well, really? <laughs> Actually, Have you really? That's a dream. I just got goosebumps. Funnily enough, I'm a royal. Hey, I got asked. To, I, got, I got invited. Swanee's met a few queens over <laughs> yeah, the period. Exactly. It's not the same. I didn't go to the Abbey in LA. <laughs> Oof, Jesus, was that something? Um, I did. Uh, I did. I got invited to meet the Queen. Why did you go, Dave? Why the fuck would I want to meet the Queen? I have zero interest. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't give, give a rat's ass. Um, <laughs> after I won the Brownlow, you, every Brownlow match must get an invitation. Like I got it, my nan nearly had a heart attack. Like you get it in the mail, and I was like, I think I went to kittens instead. So, Pete, how did to talk us through the uh, the chat with the Queen? Oh well, it was obviously around black caviar because a bit, bit like Swanee winning the Brownlow. If, if, <laughs> if I didn't have black caviar, she wasn't going to meet Peter Moody. If he didn't win the Brownlow, he wouldn't have got yeah, the invite. Exactly. So, oh no, listen, I'm I'm front and centre for Australia to be a republic, and I think we should be playing with our own balls, not polishing the pommy bastards. <laughs> so, but it's hard not to be moved when you meet someone like her, and particularly yeah. she is a great lover of horse racing. How was she moving? So she was steadied up a bit then. She was, I think, she was ninety-one when I met her. Uh, so she loves a horse racing, and and she was very interested, and and showed great interest in in black caviar. At the time, I think I said we got the two queens of Australia, black caviar and uh, Elizabeth II. That's it. <laughs> and just just in a nutshell, I know you could speak about it for a half hour. I, I was privileged enough to have been there at Royal mm. Ascot when when she won for mm. the week. How big was it being the main man there? Oh, it was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. Wasn't it? Well, she was the the main girl. But yeah. yeah, we'd never experienced anything like it. The, the media attention to black caviar and English racing had never experienced it either. So it, it was phenomenal. Uh, yeah, you had to be there to be believed, as, as you witnessed and the crowd and that. They'd, they'd never seen anything. It was a storm that hit European racing. And you know, the one thing I did learn is we had all the palms on our side because the only danger of her getting beat was the French mare, Moonlight Cloud, who ran second to her. And there's only one thing the Poms ate more than the fucking Aussie, that's the French. (laughs) (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 